Welcome to the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit Reading. Today, I pulled the crocodile. Resting, submerging, collecting energy, cooling off. The crocodile reminds us to step back from the external world and turn inward. Now is not the time for decisions, action, or discussion. The crocodile's mantra is wait. This doesn't mean lying around hoping life's challenges will disappear. The crocodile is much smarter than that. It means intentionally withdrawing, gathering our awareness, observing, and building energy. Fill up the vital reserves so your next move comes from a place of wisdom and power. When in balance, the crocodile's energy is wise, patient, a silent powerhouse. When out of balance, it feels stuck and lashes out. To bring into balance, rest and the makarasana pose is recommended. Again, today, this is very timely. Very timely. For the Makarasana pose, I'm hoping I'm saying it right, I will put a link so you can see how to do that pose. It's a beautiful pose. And it helps one to breathe. Anyhow, let's move on. The crocodile reminds us to step back from the external world and turn inward. There's so much happening in our world right now. So much. You cannot turn on radio, TV, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. You can't turn on any of those things without seeing what's happening in the world. Really and truly, all anyone wants is to be understood. But we cannot expect the rest of the world to understand when we as individuals do not understand ourselves. And we have such a problem with hearing, wait. As I've said countless times, waiting is not a passive activity. You are doing something. For instance, I don't know, I've seen a lot of National Geographic. That's my son and mine's favorite pastime. If you, you see the river, and if you look at the surface of the water, looks like there's nothing there until you see who's on the riverbank whether it be zebras wildebeest gazelles people are you know spitting that water what's happening beneath the surface of the water the crocodile is waiting some may say lurking but he's waiting for the right opportunity 
How does he know what the right opportunity is? You don't know until you wait. Because it is in the waiting that you hear which animal is closest to you to reach out and strike at it. That's what waiting does. Not saying that that's what humans do. While we're waiting, we get a sense, an intuitive sense, tingling spidey senses. This is the opportunity to take. This is the person to encounter. This is the job to take that's being offered to you. That all comes from waiting. Because you start to trust your own inner voice. But we can sometimes be impatient because it's not moving fast enough. It's not happening fast enough for us. But it is in our haste that we create the problem. Right? You are gathering your awareness, observing, and building energy when you wait. In that waiting is the action of breathing. That's what that pose will teach you because it puts weight. You're laying on your belly and you're propped up on your elbows. And the weight is in the belly at the core. Literally, it forces you to breathe. You can't hold your breath in that position. <laughs> Not very good, anyway. Right? So, what happens? Why are we afraid to wait? Do you, do you hear what she says? When Kim says, when it is out of balance, what happens? The crocodile feels stuck. And what will any injured animal or stuck animal do? Lash out. So, because we tend to be impatient and don't want to wait, it builds frustration and agitation. And the next person that you encounter, you lash out at them. And they're looking at you like, oh my God, you're crazy. What have I done to you? I don't know you. Why are you hurting me? Why are you lashing out at me? You see? So in our impatience, we hurt other people. And it is not an intentional thing. But because it is not intentional does not make it right. And the way to avoid making hasty or harmful decisions that are not just harmful to you, but to others, is to wait. It's because you're, you're gathering. You're turning that energy because as our great scientists have taught us, energy cannot be destroyed. So you can't destroy the anger. You can't destroy the frustration and the hurt and the pain that you feel. But if you are aware 
of why it is there. If you understand why it is there, you can turn it around or transmute to change from one form to another. Because you can't destroy it, but you can change it into something else. So instead of lashing out, use that same energy you want to lash outwardly with and inhale, draw it into yourself. And when you exhale, you wait and you continue breathing. Because the same energy that fuels an attack is also the same energy that you're going to redirect to understand. I know that seems like I'm not making any sense at all. But picture this if you will. You live in a community. It may or may not be hmm, suburbs, not suburbs, inner city. I don't know. But you've got this neighbor. And they shovel the snow. And then they block you in with that snow when you're trying to drive out. Or they mow the grass and they leave it on your side. Or they have a snow blower or a leaf blower and come fall, they blow those leaves up onto your property. Season after season, you see this and it builds this anger within you, this frustration. How can you be so inconsiderate? You have two choices here. You can use that frustration to put all of that, whether it be snow, grass, leaves back onto their property. Or you can move it off of yours and deal with it appropriately so that it doesn't hinder anyone or block the drain and cause flooding on your driveway or whatever the case may be. It may appear that you are being walked on because you're not confronting. The person or the neighbor who is creating the agitation, if you notice, some people do not think. They don't. They just get it done and they don't think beyond what they are doing because truthfully, we're not really taught how to think. Right? We're told what to do, but we're not taught how to think. So by you lashing out at him, he's not learning how to think. I don't have time for that, Angela. His mother or her mother should have taught her how to do that. Yeah, but you lashing out at them, they're going to come at you thinking, why are you lashing out at me? I've done nothing to you. Whereas if you simply redirect the energy... Over time, you will be presented with the right opportunity for a teaching moment. For instance, you hear your neighbor doing what they're doing, either with the snow, the grass, or the leaves. And you'll go outside and say, hey, neighbor, let me help you. And then when your neighbor watches you do that, you know what happens? They say, oh, my God. I didn't know how to do it like that. And then you come back with, you know what? We always got to be considerate to the other neighbor. 
And there's your teaching moment. Always seek to understand your own self. Because when you understand why you do what you do, you can make a change. But you know what else happens? When you understand you, you will understand the actions of another person. And that way, you will always, or most of the time, practice compassion towards whomever you encounter. This is why it is so important that we wait, that we breathe, that we take that time to reflect, but instead we see it as a weakness. The crocodile is by no means weak. It just knows it has sometimes one opportunity to strike so that way it can eat and be fed for a while. So that's quite selfish, you know. Oh, it sure is. He waits and he waits for the right opportunity without expending so much energy. And that way, he can eat. You think he's thinking about, oh, there's 30 or 40 wildebeest. I have so many to choose from. Which one am I going to choose? If he reached out to grab every one, he'd miss them all. He only has one mouth. Right? But then they're in a community. They usually are two or three of them together. When they capture that one, they spin it and spin it and drag it down to the bottom and they all can feed. Why is it that animals understand that community is important? That kindness towards the other is important. Why do they know that? And humans, we struggle with it. Why? We see it as weakness to help one another. Because we think, oh, if I stop and I help you, then... You're somehow going to be ahead of me and I'll be back there having to catch up. That is not the case. When I help you, I help myself. When you help someone else, you help yourself because that is how it works. But we compete. I'm preaching to the choir today. I always preach to the choir. Because when I pull the card, it moves me first and it stirs up within me and it reminds me, be compassionate, Angela. Every day, it reminds me to do that in some way, shape or form. That's why when I speak to you and remind you to be compassionate, it's not just to you, it is to me as well. So we, we, we have to get past the, oh man, this waiting. I'm not accomplishing anything by waiting. Do you think the fruit knows that it's waiting? No, but when it is ripe, it falls from the tree. Why? Because it is time. If we wait, we know when the time is. The waiting is what strengthens us. Because you're not expending so much energy in 
the rush, rush, rush. So today, be inspired to wait. Because as you are waiting, you are breathing, you're fueling yourself, and you are learning, and you are understanding yourself. And truthfully, as I said before, that is all anyone wants is to be understood, to be heard. Imagine how our attitudes would change if we waited and saw an opportunity to be compassionate. One opportunity, you see a mother struggling with a stroller to go down the stairs, you say, wait, let me help you. I'll hold the front. Let's take our time. I'll help you. But instead, she falls down and dies because no one was kind enough to assist. Well, that's not my problem. I didn't send you to get no babies. That's, that's the attitude. Get out of my way. You're holding me up. I'm going to be late for work. rush by the other person so yesterday if you practiced conveying a message simply through your intent and your frequency let us practice that again today but let's add to it now because when you do that compassion comes out of there Compassion will be its own podcast, let me tell you, because it has to be. So today, let us practice conveying messages without speaking. Let's see if we can do that. Practice, practice, practice. You get good at what you practice. And you'll start to see yourself change and become more compassionate, not just to someone else, but to yourself. So be like the crocodile today and rest, wait, and fuel yourself first so that you will always know when the right opportunity is so you can take advantage of it. So share, 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 comment, and let us grow together in compassion. Hmm. Much love.